0: (laughs) What is up, folks? What is going on? Welcome into another episode of America's Hometown Horror, The very first episode of our show of 2022. And I'd like to welcome you into Janthology. Or should it be uh, Jantholuary? What do you like better? I don't like that other one. I can't say that. No. Okay. Janthology? That sounds right.
1: a little... It's like, I feel like I'm drunk trying to Okay. So, welcome to
0: Janthology. Uh, my name is Mike. I'm the host of the show. Thanks for uh, checking back in. Hope everyone had a happy and safe new year. And uh, we are back, baby. And I am joined, as always, by my fellow co-host. You've already heard, Andrew. What's up, man?
1: Not much. Just enjoying the month of January so far. Yes. It's nice that the holidays are past
0: us. I agree. We uh we got rid of our Christmas stuff. Uh, we're not th- got rid of it, but put it away for the season. Uh, recently, it actually feels pretty good to get things a little bit back to normal. Yeah. Flush Christmas down the toilet and move on. Mm. And you also just heard Kat, our other co-host, our esteemed co-host. What's going on? Hello. I'm ready to roll. All right. Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> so, Andrew, I know we talked about this a little while back, so we just mentioned that we are uh, smack dab in the middle of genthology. anthology You uh, care to tell the folks what they can expect in Ganthology? anthology uh, Some pretty
1: awesome anthology-type movies, mm-hmm. uh, movies in general. Um I don't know if Cat picked one because Pat, Cat was, uh, was a little bit confused as to what an anthology was, so I liked them that actually be, did happen. <laughs> so me and Mike picked, I think three each bases. Uh,
0: I think we have a total of five. five so, so I picked
1: two and you picked three, and I picked three. So well, we yeah. have. Um, we're not going to discuss which ones we're going to do in advance, are we? Or oh, gonna I was going to have...
0: say I have the list right here, if, uh, in case folks yeah, want to know. know. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, tonight we have uh, Southbound, which was one of oh. your picks. I yes. know you're super excited to talk about that one. Great. Uh, next week coming up was a Mike pick, and that is going to be Twilight the Twilight Zone, the movie. Uh, love that movie. Can't wait to talk about it. Also, a lot of nasty behind the scenes stuff that happened there. So a lot to discuss. And then uh, following that, we have a movie called Body Bags. That was your pick.
1: Yep. That's a uh... Lesser known one.
0: Yep. But it's... I hadn't heard of it until
2: you... Toby
1: Hooper it. and John Carpenter. So, I mean, okay. it's not the greatest. Can't MLG, believe I have heard with of that. Those two, it's, yeah. it's, it's it's good. It's good. Yep. It's 80s style.
0: Then I actually, uh, after that, we're going to have one of mine. I was originally going to go with one of the VHS movies, but since we just covered VHS 94, I figured we'd go with something different. We're going to do Nightmare Cinema, which is a Shutter exclusive. And uh, then rounding out the month, we're going to have a movie called XX, XX which was an Andrew Pick.
1: Very good, newer um, anthology, all female directors. Yep,
0: do including one of the directors stars. on this movie tonight. Yep, she yep does. which I'm sure you knew.
2: But well, we are going to do one movie. Though. Uh,
0: that's right. Actually, you just took the words right oh, out of my mouth. And watched that movie? Cast. I just scream. Yeah. <laughs> so I think we'll uh, we'll, we'll we're definitely going to squeeze and scream when it comes out uh, next week. Yes. a week from uh, we could probably see it next Thursday night <coughs> Yeah, in an early early screening sure um, Tuesdays
2: are good because they're, they're half we'll off half off, half off that's day. right
0: we could see it on Tuesday too and so it won't we'll, be as uh, busy as we'll, it was we'll, last we'll time. figure all that out but we're definitely going to squeeze in Scream the new Scream sequel that we've been talking about for it feels like well over a year oh yeah yeah, we'll probably do like a two-episode week to uh, make up for it. Maybe me and Andrew can talk and tackle one of these movies if you're uh, too busy or whatever. We'll see what sure. happens. But uh, hey, there's also a new, speaking of next Friday the 14th, also a new horror series coming out on Netflix uh, that is executive produced by James Wan. It's called uh, Archive 81. Oh, I like James
2: Wan. Yeah, I thought this sounded
0: interesting. When uh, Anytime I see his name, my ears kind of perk up. Did uh, you just say Friday the 14th? Friday the 14th, yes. Oh, I mean. January the 14th, which is a Friday. Oh, okay. I, yes. for some, I was like, is that like a new movie? No, 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 <laughs> no. no, no. <laughs> like, right. I thought it was Friday the 13th, but yeah. maybe I'm a No, it's coming out on Friday the 14th, oh, okay. and it's called uh, Archive 81. So that That's sounds cool. pretty interesting. Would you like, guys, like, like a little plot synopsis of what that sure. is?
2: Yeah.
0: Alright, so when archivist Dan Turner takes a mysterious job restoring a collection of damaged videotapes from 1994, he finds himself reconstructing the work of documentary filmmaker Melody Pendress in her investigation into into a dangerous cult. Uh, As Dan is drawn into Melody's story, he becomes convinced he can save her from the terrifying end she met 25 years ago. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to that. That, that sounds, sounds pretty so interesting. Awesome. Yeah, watch that. Um, it's also based on a scripted uh, drama podcast, so they're adapting it from a podcast, which is interesting. know they've, they've done that with a few shows. Yeah. Then you watch a show that was based on a podcast that was called like Dirty John or Dirty Joe or something I, like that. I watched
2: a little bit of Dirty John. I couldn't get into it. A lot of my coworkers at the time really liked it and was yeah. like, "Oh my god, Dirty John!" I couldn't. I gave it like three episodes, and I was like, "No," because it had um. What's her face from Nashville, Connie Britton? Oh uh, right? yeah, okay. Yeah, and she just acted like a total idiot the entire time. So I was just like, I'm, I can't, I can't watch this. this okay. is Just stupid. Fair but, enough. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So that's, uh, I think, between that scream and all these anthology movies that we're going to cover this month, that uh, is a good way to get back into the horror state of mind after the holidays, uh, New Year's. I feel, I feel like I've been watching a ton of Always Sunny in Philadelphia. We just watched the most recent season of Letterkenny. So. Back to the horror grind, a we go. So, you guys got anything else before we uh, jump into tonight's anthology horror movie? Anything
2: else? You watch anything? Mm-hmm.
0: Watch anything? Anything else horror related I think of note? We watched anything? Yeah, and like I said, we've been watching a lot of Always Sunny, a lot yeah. of Letterkenny, and uh, yeah, I feel like with everything that was going on with the holidays, having as much time to catch up on spooky shit as I usually do. What about you? Not not a horror
1: theme movie, but it's on Netflix, and it's if you enjoy long, boring movies, like I do. Um, the professor and the madman okay the the, it, the movie is about the the true story of the writing of the oxford english dictionary oh
2: wow it's not
1: as boring as it sounds sure. it's pretty boring i thought it was very interesting sean Penn's in it mel gibson's in it it's a good movie it's long but i mean it's about <laughs> writing a dictionary yeah a yeah. so. couple of
0: good actors though
1: I so mean, yeah. good I thought it was good if you like those type of, like, long, historical kind boring. of boring. Like, no, like, I like watching those every once in a while. I like, those long, like, just wordy, just dialogue-driven, like, just because it's an interesting story. Like, you never really would think about, I wonder how the dictionary was written and what a fucking pain in the ass that was.
2: Well, I bet when it was written it was at least shorter. It took
1: 75 years to write the dictionary.
2: Uh. Well, so. that's wild. That, I guess.
0: <laughs> that is absolutely
2: wild. <laughs> when was it written?
1: Uh, 1850, I think. No, it was like 18, mid, mid 18, nine, mid like 1860, and it was finished in like 1929. Mm. Wow. The first edition.
2: Jeez.
1: It took him like eight years to just do A and B. <laughs> was like, Jesus <laughs> well, it was Christ.
2: probably all handwritten, right? It wasn't like, t- there was no typewriters.
1: Well, they. No, they had those, like, printing oh, presses. Press. presses. Yeah. yeah, like the blocks, yeah. but that's a pain in the ass, too. Uh,
2: yeah, those are my it, it was more, an, what, an what took the amount them yeah. of time
1: was they had to basically, not to give you a history lesson, but they had to, for each word, they had a stipulation that they had to find it used in a book in the 12th, 13th, 14th, 15th, 16th, 17th, and 18th century in order to con- consider it. So there'd be b- words that they would find, and they'd only find them in seven of those centuries, and they'd spend all this time trying to find it in the other... Centuries to use it, so you have, have like
0: some vast knowledge of. It sounds. Books. Like, that sounds like the worst uh, job. Can you imagine in that being your job, well, I would I have God. killed myself. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Oh, thank
2: you for all of that dictionary yeah. talk, Andrew. Oh, hey,
0: I almost, I almost completely forgot. Um, Ganthology. I'm <laughs> It does. Sleep. It does. It does sound. It's interesting. It, it does sound interesting. <laughs> it sounds interesting. I mean, I I know I know what you mean with those types of movies. It like,
2: makes sober January a yeah. little worse. Am I talking about the dictionary? It sounds
0: like a movie like almost like like a Beautiful Mind or like what's so like the that, Benedict the one, Cumberbatch, mo- Cumberbatch movie? that he's like a code breaker. What's oh, that one. Like I I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, the you, Nazi no. code breaker one. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I forget. I forget. And what then the one about called.
1: Stephen Hawking.
0: Yeah, it's I remember that one. Yeah,
1: a theory for everything or something. Uh, the theory of um, everything. The theory of yes, everything. Like yes. those type of movies. Yeah. yeah. All right. Cool. <laughs> Boring but
0: good. Okay. All right. So, what's it called again? <laughs> the. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> the dictionary. <laughs> the professor and the madman. Professor and the madman. Okay, check it out on Netflix if you're looking for a movie like that.
2: Thank you. <laughs> if you're looking for a news. <laughs> I
0: was also. I, I mean, I completely forgot to mention that uh G-anthology will also be uh, sober Janthology for all of us as we're partaking in uh, in dry January, which should be uh should be fun. We'll and see I how will long we all last. Dry, dry, yes, dry, dry not, January,
2: not not high.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we'll see how it goes. We'll see how long we last. But uh, yeah,
2: I give myself two weeks.
0: Yeah, I give you about 2 weeks too. I'm going to yeah. try and give you I give you Tuesday of next week. <laughs> anyway, Tuesday
2: of
1: next
0: week. Rambling. Okay, cool. So we're we're ready uh, are we yeah. are we ready to talk southbound. Yes. yes.
1: Let's get this train <laughs> rolling. Yeah.
0: Perfect. So Andrew, I know this is one of your picks, so why don't we start with you on your uh, your thoughts on the movie and why you wanted to pick it, what you like about um. it?
1: probably my favorite anthology style movie I would say really so that's why I would pick that one I like it's homage to the 80s like it's very it's very cheesy in its own way like the dialogue's pretty cheesy a lot of the characters are kind of corny like just but that's what it's I feel like that's what an anthology is supposed to be but the general story is very interesting I mean a lot of the the stories are very predictable as they're happening. Like, it's not like they're hiding too much. There are a few little, like, twists and turns. But in general, I think it's a pretty cohesive five-part story that wraps together nicely with a little bow at the end. Yeah. Very well. So they do a good job with that. It's got plenty of gore, awesome soundtrack. I love the.
0: The music, the music was, was great. Awesome. I did yeah. have that down as well. Um, I mean, I love synth music in general. So I feel like this is really cool. I,
1: like really I like how they did the guy on the really radio strong. base. It's like Yeah, the radio that was a cool like, part of the movie,
0: too. Kind of like Shatner in... Uh, in, uh, yeah, Christmas Horror Story. Christmas Horror Story, yep. yeah. That little, that through through uh, thread or whatever the term is. I don't know.
2: The music reminded me of kind of... Can I talk about it? Am I allowed
0: yeah, to interject? Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, yes. it like, it was no, like... No, <laughs> you're on a podcast. No talking aloud. Sorry. <laughs>
2: um, it was kind of reminding me of, like, Hills Have Eyes at one point where it would just be like, Meh. Like, and then it would be, like, silent and then it would be like, Meh. Like, it just had that kind of weird uncomfortable vibe to it. Yeah,
0: highlights. I see where you're going there. Yeah, it definitely was a little off-putting at times, which I, I felt, uh, you know, drove home some of the, the the effects and the scenes in the movie. Would you say it's very atone? It, I oh,
2: would, actually. I would. Yes. I would. Yeah.
0: yeah. We all know Cat's background and atone yeah. of music. Hell fucking yeah. Woo-hoo. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I kind of agree with most of what you said. I think it's a very strong anthology movie, and I think probably the coolest part to me is the fact that all five of the stories toy, uh, tie together. Which isn't necessarily the case in a lot of anthology movies. Yeah, I mean, some of the I think those are the better ones where everything does kind of tie together. But I mean, if I mean, no, say like a movie like Creepshow or like the VHS movies. Those segments are standalone segments and they're good, but they don't necessarily tie together into one story. Uh, which I feel like was a strength of this movie.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: but yeah, the music was also good, and uh, I think the thing I I go ahead. I was going to say I mean it does tie together
1: it's it's loosely tied together though in some too,
0: spots yeah, yeah. like some segments yeah. are
1: very loosely tied together yeah. so I, I yeah. wouldn't say it's one
0: one perfect segment perfect. I think in particular is, is the loosest tied together which I, I think was my one issue with the whole thing not even an issue but just like a nitpick about like what the lore of the movie which we can talk about gotcha. that because I got that coming up later but um, I think the thing that I like about anthologies the most and one of the reasons we wanted to do them this month is the fact that these movies often especially now like kind of give you know a springboard or like a jumping off point for up-and-coming horror filmmakers like some of these movies that we're going to cover have some huge names attached yeah. to them including this movie here and some of the best anthologies of all time like uh you know you, you think about like again like creep show or even like twilight zone the movie which we're going to cover next week awesome directors behind the segments in these movies so i think that's probably one of the coolest aspects about them in general um but I don't want to go on too long. I have one more thing that I would ask you, a piece of trivia after this. But Kat, I want to hear your thoughts on Southbound as well.
2: Oh, I thought it was awesome. Uh, I I realize I like anthology movies. Yeah. Yep. Now you know cool. what they are.
0: This is cl- very much, very clearly not the first anthology movie that you've seen. No, course. not at all. Yeah. I just
2: I don't think I put that together that that was the case. Okay. Um, I <laughs> I liked all the different stories. I agree with Andrew they were loosely tied together I almost want to say some of them weren't really tied together I mean they but then I kind of have to look back and like kind of look at the did you write down the connections by any chance from one scene to another there
0: were there were quite a few um I do have a list of them up there were honestly like too many for me to even write down no but like
2: basically but I I have I have it up but there's there's a
0: ton of them online yeah
2: and I made a note that I really liked the music too and like I said like Hills Ice yeah. yeah. It set a good tone. Yeah. Glad
1: you made a made a note of that.
2: I did. I made it. I write notes when I, <laughs> I watch know. movies.
1: She does. I give her credit. You don't have to say it's a note. Yeah. You can say it.
2: Well, I write little notes so that cuz I would otherwise forget. Like I forget I watch half the movies that I do. Oh, yeah. So, I is mean, true. I write notes so, so that I will
1: I'm be not like, oh, I'm right. not saying that credit your notes to
0: you. are a bad thing. No, not at all. And I, I think also too, just going back to the whole uh you know Format for anthologies. I also think when I'm like reading horror stuff, I prefer short story collections sometimes over novels because you can get so many different stories yeah. throughout an entire book versus one long novel, which can take a while to get going. And then if it doesn't end the way you want it to, it's not as satisfying. So, yeah, that's just another reason I like uh, anthologies so much. So much. Um, so, guys, there was one actor. Actually, so a second one that I already we were watching a clip beforehand. Uh, we were talking about the actor. He's in Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Oh, yeah, he's in guy. an episode of Always Sunny. That's the dad in the final segment, the husband that gets uh, killed. Spo- I mean, this movie's six years old. Spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. Um, do you know who the other actor is that uh, you would definitely know? That was in this. I'll give you. I, you, I can give you the segment that. He oh, was it's in, the guy
1: like. from the one where the the, the cult. The cult one. People, the guy with the glasses. Yeah. Pudgy face. His, the name, dad. Is,
0: his name is Dana Gould, and yeah, he's who been is he
1: was in a bunch of stuff. I've seen him in so many things, and I can't remember. The biggest one. You're gonna laugh. He's
0: Fragile Frankie Merman. Oh, that's five. right. <laughs> he is Fragile <laughs> That buys Jerry the van. I forgot about that. And he goes that. and digs a hole in the uh, park and sits in it and cries. Looks so much different,
1: though. Now I that he's, know. But like, when you say that now, I'm like, oh, it is Fragile yeah. Frankie.
0: He actually, um, so he was in an episode of The Creep Show. Uh, t- yeah. TV series. Yep. I remember seeing that yep. one. Um, he's yeah, but he I guess, he's, so he's a bunch of stuff. He's a, he's a up comedian, mm-hmm. yeah. but he also does a ton of horror stuff. So he's he's kind of well versed in the horror. He never has like, like a major. Horror. He always has like a sh- very short. Yeah, role. character actor. Yeah, like, he's a you know, doing... Funny guy. I mean, I, yeah, I, I I thought he was uh, good as usual in this, but it's just funny to think of him as Fragile Frankie Merman. I, I, I can't even. I can't. Because uh, <laughs> like, I've I, feel like I thought for I feel sure because like, I've
1: seen him in so many other things, and he doesn't really. He looks different. Yeah. Like, it's a lot
0: different. Yeah, he's older. He's That's yeah. I can't believe I missed that one. (laughs) Yeah. I thought for sure you would have had that one pigeonholed from a mile away. Pigeonholed. Yeah, but anyway. Damn. So this, again, is a movie that was released in 2015, and I won't even play the game. This is now the fourth movie we've covered uh, from that year. Most recently was A Christmas Horror Story, which we just did a few weeks back. We also did Krampus, and we also have done The Witch. Uh, So our fourth movie of 2015, and... We have already given our thoughts on these movies, I think we'll we talked about A Christmas Horror Story, but some of the other ones, Crimson Peak, The Gift, Goosebumps, Insidious 3, The Invitation, uh, Paranormal Activity, whatever the sucky one was, uh, the Poltergeist remake, which also sucked, another Sharknado sequel, uh, Sinister 2, Stung, The Visit, so those are some of the other offerings from this year, some good movies in there, some smelly movies in there, so I would recommend... Uh, Going back and listening to some of our episodes and the other 2015 horror movies that we've covered on our show, if you're interested in more movies from that year. But yeah, with that being said, let's stick to the uh, let's stick to the game plan here with uh, with Southbound. So what I thought we might do, if uh, you guys are open to it, we could just run through the segments here, one by one. If you guys want to take a turn describing the basic plot of these before we get into more, I can start out with the uh, first one if you'd like. Sure. So the first Dude. one is called, uh, this is called The Way Out, which I think is probably one of the more cohesive, uh, the more cohesive stories, because it's it's technically two different stories which we'll get to. But this essentially involves uh, two characters, their names are Mitch and Jack. And it starts out with them driving down a highway, kind of this uh, desert nameless highway in their truck. They're covered in blood listening to this sinister radio DJ. And there are these floating weird figures uh, following them when they're riding in the truck. And then they essentially, you know, realize that they've uh, come to be trapped in whatever they're actually in. Uh, Certainly seems like they did something bad because, again, covered in blood. They're talking a lot about, uh, you know, what they did and how it was Mitch's idea. And then shit starts to get really, really weird without going into too, too much detail right now. But uh, yeah, so that's the first one. That's the way out. Uh, the next one's called Siren, which picks up immediately after this one ends. Who wants to tackle that one? I'll do
1: Siren because I really like that's like That might be my favorite segment. Yeah. Um, but that one basically starts off right where the other one ends. And it's these three girls who are in a rock band, super hungover, leave their hotel. They're driving in their, like, Volkswagen van, old Volkswagen van down essentially like Route 66 through the desert. And um, they get a flat tire. Can't get anybody to pick them up. There's no town that's nearby. So this creepy couple, creepy old couple comes by, offers them a ride, and tells them they can stay at their house. We might have an extra tire, blah, blah, blah. All the... Elements of any horror movie that say, don't go with these people, and then they go with them, which of course is they obvious. Do. because well, I mean,
2: movie. to be fair, there's three of them. I mean, they're going into a car that is locked with two complete strangers, but they're in the middle of nowhere. I mean, well, yeah, you're
1: I mean, what are your what options? Option? What are your you options? Don't have they could have stayed in the van, and
2: for you know, how long? And yeah. I mean, yeah. maybe someone could but, have got there. Eventually. Yeah,
1: So, probably a bad idea, but you know, you got to do what you got to do. So, they go there, they end up back at their house in the middle of nowhere. These people are weird the whole time. They make, they have like these two, this couple over with these weird, like tall, like hills have eyes looking <laughs> people, like that are their adopted sons or whatever. See, that's
2: right. I thought there were a lot of weird parallels to hills have eyes. Well, it also takes place in like the desert. Yeah,
1: exactly. So, then they're having dinner. This disgusting, big, black piece of meat is served <laughs> on the table. And for some reason, they decide to eat some of it because like like it looked like it had or flies. Two, two, of mu- two of them do. Two of them <laughs> do. One of them doesn't, but. Why anybody would be eating that other than the psychopath sitting at the table. Um, So they eat it. Two of them eat it. They go into their rooms later. And there must have been something in the meat because it's like brainwashed or done something to the two girls where they just start vomiting black shit up. And then are basically like in some sort of trance. The one girl that didn't eat any is like freaking out and wants to get out of there. Meanwhile, there's this overlying theme that... One of their friends that they had, she's responsible, the one that didn't eat anything. I can't remember her name.
0: Uh, Her name is... Yes. Keep going. Doesn't Come matter. back to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Names are relatives. Sadie. Yeah. Sadie. Sadie.
1: Sadie. Yep. Um, so she keeps seeing her f- dead friend who was a part of their band that it's... You get this feeling that she, like, left her friend behind to get laid or did something, and her friend ended up getting either murdered or in a car accident, died. Something happened. They don't really explain how it happened, but mm-hmm. y- y- she feels guilty for it, obviously. And um, so she's, like, freaking out. And then all of a sudden, the two other girls are outside at, like, this fucking weird campfire with this culty, those culty <laughs> neighbors and Frankie, little <laughs> 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 <radical> Frankie <laughs> Merman <laughs> leading the way, like, slicing his hand. They're, like, doing this ritual and... Then the girl Sadie's like in the woods, trying to like see what's going on, and she steps on like a bear trap and <laughs> crushes her foot. And they hear and they're like chasing her, mm. and she like hides. And then, um, yeah, I mean, pretty much
0: runs out. I mean, I feel like we can we can probably if we're at this point we can probably just run through the whole plot. Can I, can I do the things. next one? I was going to give the next one to you because I know that that one disturbed you. So essentially, the, really at the at the end of this segment, which is again called uh, Siren. Uh, Sadie is running from this cult, runs out into the middle of the highway, and gets absolutely (laughs) wrecked by a car going about 70 miles an hour, which is where the next segment picks up, which is called the accident. Which, before we
1: get into that nitpick, Mm. what are you, an
0: idiot? You're (laughs) in the middle of the road. You can clearly see that the car is not
1: slowing down. If
0: you can hear it, you probably shouldn't just go, "Ah," and then get smashed. Maybe maybe jump at it from the side of the road. Yeah. (laughs) So, uh, Kat, the accident, I know this one uh, was was a little squirmish for you. Yeah. Um,
2: yeah, I had to actually close. I was texting Andrew being like, oh, my God, I can't watch this. I'm going to throw up, of, like, watching this, this, <laughs> this segment. This one's incredibly graphic.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah.
2: No, so the, the girl, Sadie, runs into the street or runs into the road, whatever road it is, and um, this guy's talking on his phone. He's distracted, and he hits her hard like really hard she goes on the pavement he's just sitting there talking on the phone being like um yeah i need to call you back and then he he makes the right decision to call the cops after mm. so long so then he like t- well, well well what we think are the cops whether or right. not they were the cops right. but um so he ends up going over to see if she's okay she's like convulsing and she's just kind of yeah. like so he ends up talking to the the EMT and they tell him to put, him in, put her in the car and then he drives to what he thinks is a town that's totally just empty. He goes into this hospital that's completely abandoned mm. and they're like talking to him on the phone trying to tell him, then he finds like a, a bed to like an operating table to like lay her down on. Mm. They're trying to tell him what to do to save her life. So it's. It's like a train wreck. He's like just some guy. All yep. of a sudden, he's like performing surgery. He had to ink, ink, debate, intubate, intubate her. Yep, and then like. The part that I couldn't watch was when he had to cut her. Yeah. That was disgusting. And then stuck his hand. It reminded me of like it reminded me of like a chicken. Like if I'm seasoning oh. a chicken oh with butter God. under the skin. <laughs> yeah,
0: alright, okay. Alright. <laughs> Which
2: is a little bit gross, except I don't like, I know it's kind of messy.
0: <laughs> that that is what it <laughs> yeah. is though. Um essentially. I feel like you're you're also forgetting the part where he's <laughs> he's carrying her to the operating table and like, her leg <laughs> snaps the other way. That was like, almost so disgusting. Gone. It was so that was gross. So
1: Gross. And oh then, my then, God. The, then he's putting the tourniquet on, the, you know, how hard should I tighten it, as <laughs> hard as you can. I don't think they meant, <laughs> <laughs> he like wrenches yeah. it and like blood squirts out of her mouth as he does it. Like how hard did you just do that? Oh my you, God. You can tighten it without yeah. like, oh, I was like, oh God, why
0: is everything so yeah. violent? Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Oh my God. Um, so, but needless yeah. to say, after the uh, the lung the lung thing where he's like squeezing yeah. her lung to try and break yeah. her back, which is just ridiculous. Yeah. He then, uh, you know, kind of has this little breakdown. He's just sitting there and he's like, "I don't know what to do with my life right now." And he tries to leave, and all of a sudden the doors are locked from the outside, which is insane. So, yeah, that the end. That's no, fucked.
0: no. Well, then, then he he does get out. They call him back. Oh yeah. I remember, yeah. they're like, "There's a change of clothes for you in the locker room." Oh right, right, right. He gets out. He washes himself, himself up, off. clean clothes. And then he go, he, there's a second car in the parking lot that's exactly like his, that just his key fob just automatically, you know, works with. Yeah. And then he just drives away. They're like, yeah, go home and be with your wife. You're, was... you're okay to leave. And then as he's driving away, it's revealed that the nurse that he was talking to on the phone is actually a patron of this bar in town that right. was on the pay phone.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So, all right. You, you, I think go I was ahead. so
2: scarred by the long scene, like that whole that was, falling yeah, that was action. Gross. I just didn't it was even just pay gross. It. like. I, I do remember. I was being like, "What the? Yeah, what?
0: Finn. If you like, if you like gore in your horror movies, that this scene is for you. Oh, oh my, my god, god, it was nasty. It was but uh, yeah. So I guess I liked this one, but I had a couple issues with it. I thought this one was the one that was the most loosely tied to the overall narrative. Mm-hmm. And I'm also a little confused about that. Not really confused. I guess I think I understand. But so. He's just allowed to leave, which is, I I guess, because he tried to do the right thing. Well, I was confused
1: as to why he didn't really do anything that wrong to begin with. Like, he's driving down. He wasn't paying attention. Which which is understandable where he was. It's not like he's driving downtown like Plymouth. Like, you're in the middle of nowhere. You don't expect some idiot. It's her fault running out in front of a car and just standing there. And then he does everything he can to save her. So like maybe that's why they let him leave because right. he tried
0: so hard. that yeah. must have been why. I think I think that's probably I think that's probably a uh, test. The reason, yeah, he passed the test. He, they did he did everything they said. Like they were probably expecting right. him to just leave her there yeah. to die, and then they would. Yeah. have yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so came got him. So, <laughs> I'll take the uh, I'll take the next one here. So as he's driving away, as I mentioned, you see that the patron of this bar was talking to him on the phone the entire time, and she goes and she walks back into this bar that is called the bar. So you know, anyone catch the name of the bar?
2: Oh no, last
0: the trap. The trap. Oh, yep.
2: so... oh, you know what I did because I thought it was Mitty.
0: Yep, yep. <laughs> so, uh, so basically, this this woman walks back into the bar and she sits down and orders a drink, and the people in the bar start arguing with her because she left the door open. So you start thinking to yourself, why is this such a big deal? Which reveals itself towards the end. And essentially this guy kicks the door in with a shotgun looking for his sister. So he's questioning these people, shows them a photo of his sister. I've been looking for her. I know she's here. Where is she? And then one of the guys that's in the bar at a booth behind him grows these long fingers and sharp nails. It essentially like slashes him across the back. So, okay, what the hell's going on here? What the hell is this type of shit? Uh, So basically he shoots the guy's hand off and he, you know, essentially points the shotgun at the bartender and says, because the bartender says that he might know where she is or he has seen her or whatever. And he puts his hand down on the bar and there's this weird tattoo on his hand that has like four different weird cultish symbols. So this guy essentially takes him out to his car, drive me to where my sister is and they pull up at this ice cream shop and they go around back and it's just a, a brick wall. And he's like, where is she? And through the door. He's like, what the fuck are you talking about? What door? And then it, you come to find out that the guy puts his hand with the tattoo over one of his eyes. And it allows him to see this hidden doorway. Mm-hmm. And also a bunch of demons that are standing behind the guy with the shotgun. Mm-hmm. So he goes into the uh, goes into this place, which is a, ta- a tattoo parlor. Finds his sister. Essentially is trying to drag his sister out all the people inside turn into demons he's shooting them gets her outside gets her into the car and is trying to drive her away and she's essentially telling him that she does not want to leave this is where she wants to be they, you know keep driving and then there's this thing where you're not supposed to the road just ends and it's just desert so she's saying you're not supposed to drive out there not if, unless you're a person like me so he drives out there, gets ripped out of the car by a bunch of demons, and then essentially, you know, you're led to believe he gets ripped to shreds. Mm. Uh, yeah, so this one I thought was very interesting. Um, probably one of my favorite of the movie. I yeah, think. it was really good. It yeah. was,
1: It was. I feel like one of the shorter, I mean, they were all kind of, it felt shorter. This one felt short, yeah. It felt yeah. short.
0: I think um, it was definitely... Uh, I thought that guy was
1: Tobey Maguire for like... A split second. Oh. Which guy with the shotgun? Like with the like with the beard <laughs> with and stuff. Kind of like looking. Like, yeah. like, like wow. I was like, is that Toby Maguire? And I was like, no, nah, he wouldn't. The
2: bartender honest. was from Orange Is the New Black.
1: Yeah, He's she one picked of up the, on uh, that. Prison yeah, guards. Okay. Yep. It kind of had like a dawn till dusk kind of feel. It yep. did. That's actually a good call. Kind of yeah. like that. Um, but it's like, so are they part of the same cult then? They must be all. It must I be was, all like so one have, satanic
0: cult. So I. Iconic. So I think after we run through all the segments, we can talk about what all mean, what they mean together. But I, I have some, some thoughts on that.
2: Um, could, could I ask? Yeah. Uh, was that guy a shapeshifter? Did
0: you what, come across that? Know. The guy
2: who's just grew fingernails?
0: I think they're all demons, because they're, a few of yeah. them ter- turned into like the same type of thing. Okay. And that
1: yeah. lady was definitely a demon, too, because you can see like just by the way they smile.
0: Yeah. Like, yeah. They're all demons. Yeah, exactly. And they all have the tattoos and everything. So yeah. well, It's essentially hell. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, or is it? Or is it? Or. All right, so that leads us back into... uh, Oh, oh, so I guess here's how it leads in. So basically, uh, the sister that is found, she goes back to the ice cream parlor and is going to go back in the door and she has her hand over her eye and this girl walks out of the bathroom, which is right next to where she is, and she says, what the hell are you looking at? And she turns Mm -hmm. around and walks back into the ice cream parlor and sits down with her mother and father, which is where the final segment starts. You want to tackle that one? Sure. This one's called The Way In, which... uh, if you are uh, if you're a real smart feller, you can tell that the uh, first segment was called the way out, and this one's called the way in. This is bringing it full circle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so right. you,
1: like you said, you had the family. It's yep. The dad, Daryl, Darren, Darren, Daryl, Daryl, Derek. Something like Darryl. that. Let's see. Daryl,
0: Kate, Jem. I think is the other name. Jem is the uh, daughter. Daryl is the husband, and Kate,
1: Kate. is the okay. uh, Kate. the mother. So the family looks like they're on, like, I don't know why they're on vacation in this terrible place, wherever yeah. they are, but they're on, like, a vacation before their daughter goes away to school, their last kind of family fun times together. Family so they're to getting ice game. cream, and then they go back to their terrible condo that they rented or whatever it is.
2: It actually didn't uh, look that so weird. didn't look that
1: bad, but where are you? And why are yeah, you there? Nowhere. Like, is there like a golf course? Do you guys? Yeah. What do you guys do?
2: I thought that was going to tie into the house that the girls were at. I thought that they like rented that house. That it might have taken place at a different time that the girls weren't
0: there. So it does tie into another particular segment. Did you guys pick up on this at all? It's very. It's like blink and you'll miss it. No. So the hotel room at the end of the first. segment... Oh yeah, they into, walk by same. Well, the same. They. It's the same number. So the room that he goes into, Mitch, in the first segment. Yep is room oh, 2655, five five. Five. Mm-hmm. and it's number 2655 for five, oh, well, this condo. Oh,
2: very subtle. Uh, yeah. Oh. Okay, so, but yeah, it's, it's again,
0: like, you wouldn't you wouldn't pick up on it unless you were watching it for, like, the 15th time. But, again, in researching some of these Easter eggs and connections, right. I saw it in there, which I thought was interesting. So, go ahead, Andrew. Sense. I'm sorry. Um, no, no worries.
1: So they go back to the uh, their condo that they're renting or whatever the fuck it is. And it um, doesn't really take much. And then all of a sudden, basically, there's a knock on the door. Doorbell <laughs> There's someone <laughs> the at the door. door. There's somebody at the door. Mm. If you if you and haven't seen opens us. up the shade <laughs> and there's this <laughs> creepy guy wearing a weird mask out in the driveway like every horror movie that Yep.
2: Like strangers. There could
1: be strangers or, or us. Us. us? Um, so he closes the blind, he says, Call the police. So his wife starts calling the police. They told him like 30 minutes because it's clearly the same operator from right. throughout. Like it's always the same people running answer the phone. phone. Yeah. Like I think feel like there's no phone signal There it just gets interrupted by, but I digress. So he goes to the back door because they knock on that and then he's like, we got to get the fuck out of here. So they're, they're surrounding him. So he sees that they're out front. So then they go out back and then they try to leave and then they're there with the mask. There's three of them, three masked men. They make their way in the house. The husband's like, Confused, but then eventually he finally realizes he knows why they're there. They never really tell you why they're there. It's very left up in the air, like who knows. But you know it. You do know it has something to do with the guy Jake's potentially his daughter, which her name I forget what her name
0: was. Catherine. Catherine. It was Catherine. It's yeah the guy Mitch from the first segment. Mitch. It's yeah. Daughter. Mitch.
1: Mitch's daughter. Mm-hmm. Uh, from the first one, because the, in the first one they bring up the fact that they're going to do it for you, did it for Catherine. Yeah. yeah.
0: So, for, me? for you, <laughs> one can assume that maybe
1: this guy got in a hit and run, killed his daughter, raped his daughter, who knows? We don't know what he did to his daughter, but he did something. So, he realizes it and he's like trying to save his daughter and his wife, like they didn't do anything. So, right after that, either Mitch, I can't remember which guy does it, decides to, you know. In a very nice way, jam a piece of clothing basically down <laughs> his yep. wife's throat until she dies and chokes on it, which is just how far down do you have the hand way to go? go. I Ugh.
2: felt like it was dipped in something.
0: Like it might have been. Well, she so he basically oh, he shoved it in yeah. her mouth and then held her nose. Yeah. yeah, he suffocated her. Yeah, yeah exactly. So it could have it could have been laced. Could have been uh, could have been dipped in something. something. Yeah,
1: and then um, they stabbed the shit out of Daryl. He mm-hmm. dies. Yep. And the daughter, who they were pretty much going to let. B, they weren't going to do anything. She comes out of nowhere and fucks it all up. Like, they're already dead. What are you doing? She starts hitting people with fucking bats. Baseball bat. And then she ends up getting killed accidentally. Yeah. I feel like. Debatable. Debatable, but he didn't seem to care too much that he stabbed her. Do you
2: think that's why they came at the end, or at the beginning, that they said they had to take something in the beginning when the monsters are chasing them in the very first scene? Well, yeah, that that scene, is,
0: I I think, is very clearly supposed to take place after Right after they killed them. I know that, but I'm just
2: saying, is that because they killed the girl by accident? They had to take...
0: No, I think it's because they killed all three of them because of what happens after the bodies are laying there. Because you can see how many of the... I mean, do you want to... Oh, yeah, they come out,
1: the weird, like, demon creatures come out of the bodies afterwards. And then they're chasing them, they keep the the guy Mitch, not Mitch, Jake or whatever his name is, she keeps saying his favorite line through the movie, What the fuck is this? What the fuck is (laughs) this? That's (laughs) literally all he says the whole time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I do think it's kinda cool how they have the first sequence where they're driving through and they just keep driving around in circles basically and how this one loops around to that same kinda thing. Yeah. This segment it was a good way, it was they tied it together well. Mm -hmm. I would have liked to have known like what the guy did. Like
0: maybe have like a a prequel movie to Mm. (laughs) Daryl yeah yeah, that would have been cool. That would have been cool. And then, so obviously, you know, we were talking. You were talking about when these, uh, you know, floating demon creatures, the, these like grim reaper, angel of death type creatures. They essentially rip themselves out of the bodies of the three people that were killed. And then these, there are these weird tentacles coming up out yeah. of the ground and kind of love yeah, Lovecraftian. Yeah, uh, very Lovecraftian, very weird, very cool monster design. So I liked that section and of it wings, uh, too. for sure. Yeah, like winged yeah. angels of death. Almost like Grim Reapers, yeah, wing with yeah. tentacles. Yeah, yeah. yeah. kind of like wings.
2: the Matrix with a little, like, like tail. Thing. Yeah, I mean, yeah, <laughs>
0: that, that, that kind of works. But, uh, but yeah, so that—that's essentially how the movie ends—is with uh, where it all started. One big loop, as you were just saying. So I guess, uh, you know, with that all being said, that's a pretty good description of the movie. Uh, what does it all mean, though? I mean, yeah, what, what I, does it all mean? I, I want more. I can tell you what I uh, from what I what I read about today, but if you guys want to give your theories first, then uh, you can go right ahead.
2: I I feel like I came out of this not knowing what I really watched, but um, <laughs> I know that it took place in the desert. There's a lot of crappy, weird stuff that goes on in the desert, similar to Hills Have Eyes, even though that took place specifically in Area 51, where they the nuclear bombs and testing. But um sure. Yeah, it pretty much says that the desert's, like, scary. My thought on it is, like, the desert's scary and be a good person, and uh, there's demons and stuff, and there's a lot of stuff out there that uh, you can't really explain.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, I don't... <laughs> I think that's the most succinct. <laughs> it's very succinct. Uh, yeah. I, I that, like that, right. I think uh, that, uh, yeah, you
2: being a good person and... I mean, that's a general all good...
0: All right. It's a, it's a cautionary tale.
2: It's yeah. An a- another,
0: another, another cautionary tale. Um, <laughs> Andrew, what, what about you? <laughs> so
1: what I think it could be, it's probably completely wrong, but perhaps since at the end of the movies, those weird creatures are born out of those dead bodies... And we don't really know why they killed the daughter and the mom and Daryl, but he knows why they're there. and it's about his missing daughter. Maybe she's missing. Maybe she got taken by one of these cults, and Daryl's a part of it, and he knows. And in order to get in order to maybe get his daughter back, he thinks that he has to he has to perform this like ritual. For that, that the satanic cults making them do, and that causes these creatures hmm. to come born, and then they start to huh. take over.
0: Interesting. But I, I hadn't considered that, that, that as a possibility, but definitely possible. I mean, um, I wouldn't I, be surprised I, I, if I, all the people in the movie were in, the, in that cult, to be honest. Yeah, that you. would or, or the, the majority so of. So many unanswered questions. Right? So I, I guess most of the popular theories that I had seen online seem to suggest that all the main characters are trapped in purgatory, right? Which that's a, I feel like uh, a, okay. a pretty basic basic yeah. choice, right? They're just kind of forced to. Endlessly play, pay for the sins that they committed while living. I feel like that's a consistent theme mm-hmm. that's brought out, uh, brought up throughout the entire movie. Excuse me. Uh, the only issue that I have with that is the guy. I think his name is Dan, the brother that comes looking for his sister. Yeah. How is he able to get in? So he's clearly, you know, not dead at this point. He was able to. He's been searching for his sister for 13 years. I, I'm assuming. I think you're meant to be uh, led that he was not searching for her for 13 years in this stretch of desert and in this town or whatever. So, like, how does he get in? How does that work? Is it some weird alternate dimension town that's run by demons that, you know, they kind of well, let you go, let you stay, like, whatever. Like, it's, it's weird. I don't know. Perhaps, There's a lot of unanswered
1: questions. Perhaps purgatory and hell are all on yeah. Earth, Yeah. but in order to, you can't. The, the uh, like, since he's not a demon, he can't see the doorway, but he yeah. probably learned through that from someone, and since the door was left open, he could see it.
0: Yeah, okay. So he found where they were. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Okay, now that makes sense. Okay,
1: that was like an entrance into the
0: yeah purgatory. Um, so, uh, mm-hmm. were you guys were you guys fans of the fact that this movie was so ambiguous and left so many unanswered questions? No, I was okay with it. I would have liked maybe like just
1: like one more story i feel like or something like a follow up anthology to it like read a little bit more like i'm fine with it being ambiguous but at some point i'd like yeah. some sort of
0: answer that was the only nitpick that i had cuz i mean i i, I kind of liked that it was but in the same sense i feel like i would have i would have liked personally to know a little bit more about the mythology of everything going on in this area like what is it like what's up with the cult like what is going on with yeah with the monsters. Like, what does it all mean, Basil? What does it all mean, What did Basil. that
2: guy do that got killed by the guy in the mask? Yeah, whisked, that's a, that's one, yeah, that's one. What did he do? And then yeah. his wife looked at him and was like, no. So, so like, she, she clearly knew. knew about
0: it. Yeah. So like, it's, what,
2: they, I was like, what's the big secret? Yeah. Maybe, Obviously, maybe we can throw the subtitles on. Do they say it in the
1: Here's subtitles? another thought, too, that I could be, maybe. Um, Jem is actually Kate, his daughter. And well, they st- got maybe, maybe they uh-huh. got taken from him by for some reason he, they got she got put up for adoption. It was this family, and he wanted to see them. The no, because kid. then he
2: dies. The guy who's looking for his daughter.
1: No, yeah, I know, but that's his. That he kills his daughter by accident. Maybe that's. I mean, have been a little bit yeah, more yeah,
0: emotional. Yeah, no. but I don't know. Yeah, because it does show yeah. in the first in the first segment. It does show him when he walks into the hotel room. Uh, it a little turned girl in more, running it turns around into his house, and it's his daughter, like running, her, and he just can't catch her running it's around. The, the same room. as, same, same as the movie, the yeah. movie. Uh, so, the, so, so, like, I, I don't
2: know. Subtle, yeah, yeah very I mean, subtle. You but think you think he'd
1: be a little bit more upset? Yeah, I, I, you I mean. I stabbed don't know. your daughter. Yeah, yeah. and, and yeah, why I've, would the other guy be like, "We were going to let you go"? Yeah, exactly. So, well, you're going to kill your daughter? What did she do? Like, it doesn't make. So that's confusing.
0: I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, I mean, I do think. You know, there's a lot of unanswered questions, as we just addressed. I would have liked to have some of them answered, but I you am know, okay, I'm with some I'm okay with some ambiguity. But um I feel like the overall thesis for this movie can be summed up by this one quote from the DJ in the opening segment. Okay, I'll try my best to do it in the <laughs> DJ voice because he had he had some good pipes.
2: Yeah.
0: <clears throat> Regret and remorse. Amends and atonement. That's life, right? Well, this next one is for you. All you lost souls racing down that long road to redemption and all you sinners running from your past but heading straight into that pit of darkness up ahead. We're all on the same endless highway. The one with no name and no exits. Looking for a way out tonight and into tomorrow. Well, they're gonna try to stop you, but you gotta say fuck it and keep moving. Because this is your highway. And tonight might just be the night you finally outrun those wicked demons once and for all. And I'll be right here with you. Making sure you get where you're going. Very I feel like good. that is the movie. You right did a there. Good job. That is nice. I feel like that's the movie. That well, yeah, is, that's that that the general. The, that, I the mean, they basically
1: tell you what right. the movie is. You cannot
0: run your sins. You cannot run your past. You will pay. You will face judgment at some point. Yeah, Right?
1: It could be just as simple as what it is.
0: Yeah. Faux friends? show. Hey, so for what it's worth, uh, as I mentioned before, a lot of firepower behind this movie. And just a couple quick things about, now that we've kind of discussed it, some of the behind-the-scenes shit. Um, so this is the only movie in this franchise so far. I hope that there is someday a sequel. I would love it's to see one. While. I feel like it's one. It's been six years. I feel like this is a movie that, you know, any anthology movie, you could easily do a sequel because you can just do new stories and find a way to tie them they together. They call it Northbound. Yeah. Uh, They could call it northbound, yeah.
2: Eastbound, westbound.
0: Yeah. So this movie was pretty much brought to you by the same production team as the VHS movies, Uh, you know, for the most part, which includes uh, Bloody Disgusting, the website, obviously, uh, they, you know, produce certain movies, and this was one of them, specifically uh, Brad Mishka, who founded the website uh, several years ago, and he's the head of the company. But it's directed by, and, and, you know, this is, we talked a little bit about how this gives up and coming directors and horror filmmakers a chance to kind of show their talents before they get real famous and this movie is definitely, you know, in that category, right? Um so the first seg- the, the first segment and the last segment, The Way Out and The Way In is directed by Radio Silence who I know we've brought up before. Uh they were also involved in VHS, VHS 94, Ready or Not, which was a fantastic movie. And obviously, the upcoming Scream remake. So that's a team of guys and they were involved in all those movies. Uh, Roxanne Benjamin was uh, another one. She directed the Siren segment, which Mm -hmm. I think you brought her up earlier because we were going to talk about XX. Uh, She also directed a segment in VHS and VHS 2, and this movie called uh, Body at Brighton Rock, which came out in 2019. So that's actually an underrated movie. Uh, David Bruckner, we've talked about a ton. Again, Mm -hmm. work on VHS, The Ritual, No One Gets Out Alive, and obviously Andrew what you're probably one of the most excited for this coming upcoming year is the upcoming Hellraiser reboot sequel, Ooh, whatever it is. Oh yeah, yeah, that guy. So, and then uh, Patrick Horvath, who directed the Jailbreak segment, um, hasn't really been involved in anything else that I'd seen or heard of. So sorry, Patrick, but uh, yeah, just to give you an idea of some of the firepower behind this movie, and you know, so yeah. But so where do, where do you guys think that this was filmed? It looked pretty desolate. Um, Gonna be like Las Arizona? Vegas. So it's actually, it's all in California, I guess in the greater Los Angeles area and in the Mojave Desert, uh, including 29 Palms and Amboy. And then there was a place that actually is called Roy's Motel and Cafe in Amboy, California. So that's an actual place that's in Yeah. movie. The hospital scenes were filmed in a real hospital that just happened to have an an abandoned wing,
2: which I thought was kind of interesting.
0: Yeah, but uh, I guess I just didn't realize that there's that i mean i know the desert out in california yeah. i didn't realize it was like that desolate out there I mean, there.
2: It's I a lot of well, the california. mojave
0: Mojave, yeah, yeah. yeah didn't realize that out there. so uh guys did you have a, a favorite segment out of all the ones that we discussed
2: i liked the one i was i talked to what was it uh accident the accident, accident. Ex- that was your favorite <laughs> i would have thought yeah. that since
0: it grossed you out so much yeah, that you might yeah I, I think that, that was
2: probably my favorite because it grossed me out so much
0: okay andrew what about you I think the the siren one was my favorite because
1: it's cult. I like those culty ones, and yeah. that's the most culty of them all. So yeah,
0: I yeah, think. you love cult stuff. So I figured that would have been yeah. your favorite. I was a fan of the way in, which is the last yeah. segment. Though well, actually, the last two were great, but I like the way in slightly better because you get the scary mask element, you get the home invasion element, you get murder, you get uh, tentacle monsters and uh, winged grim reapers of death. <laughs> so it kind of hits on uh, all cylinders for me, and it kind of ties everything uh, together with a nice, neat little bow at the end. Uh, speaking of that segment, Andrew, I think you had a piece of uh, trivia you wanted to bring up regarding. Oh something well, I was just segment, curious right? with the masks because mm. I was looking at them and I was like, I
1: think I can figure out who like one of those people is, and I couldn't figure out who the other two are. So I looked that up online, and can there was like one, yeah, that's there was one random website that had it. I don't know where they got the information from, so I'm not sure if it's entirely true because it seems confusing, it seems wrong to me, but what do you, what do you got, Kat?
2: Presidents.
1: One of them is a the president. Is
2: it Abraham Lincoln? No. Oh, I thought that was Abraham Lincoln. Nixon?
1: No, one of them's a, a, a Ronald Reagan mask, but very cartoonish. Looking yeah. Like they said. Okay. See, that's the one I thought was James Gardner.
2: Oh.
1: Uh, I feel like it looks like James Gardner. Yeah. The other one is the one with, like, the mustache that's, like, pointy. Yeah. yeah. That's Clark Gable. Oh, okay. old-timey. Okay. And then the other one, which is the wild one, yeah. which I don't see it and I can't see it, it's a fucked up looking Nicolas Cage mask, and I don't... Oh, no!
2: It, there's no way.
1: That's what it said. I'm like, there's no way. It look. It doesn't look like... It looks Nick. like Abraham yeah.
2: Lincoln. That's why I thought there were that all It doesn't presents. look
1: like Abraham Lincoln. Yes, it yeah. does! <laughs>
2: It doesn't look like yes, Nick Cage. C- it, looks, it looks
1: about just. Oh, I, had, as much I had no idea, that, so I can't yeah, even comment. It looks just as much as
0: Nicolas Cage as it does Abraham
2: Lincoln. Oh, my God. That's not true. Which
0: no. one did you think? Which one did you know? Is it the orchestra yes, No, I or... thought
1: it was James Gardner. Uh, the, the okay. the oh, I thought looking. you said
0: you knew what one was and you got it right. Okay. Oh, no. I could have
1: sworn I knew what one was. Yeah. No, I knew what one was after I looked it up. Uh, okay, I knew who okay, that okay. person right. was. Gotcha, well, I knew who
0: Nick Cage is, but it doesn't look like him. Gotcha feel like we're all fans of this movie to varying degrees was there anything i know i, I brought up you know like what are the rules for this town but uh, anything you didn't like about this movie that you want to touch on
2: just what you already said the like the open-ended questions and like kind of yeah i mean i i would want it if we're talking about sequels i'd want one so that they could answer some of those questions yeah i want to know
0: yeah for sure I mean, I, I don't know if we'll ever get a sequel, but I would love to see one, and I'm, I'm with you, have some of those unanswered questions. Or just do a
1: standalone movie where it ties them all in together, Yeah, but isn't an anthology.
0: I would go for that, too. I'd be cool with that. Yeah. Might be easier to answer the so questions. Part did So there were a lot of people that uh, met their maker in this movie and got uh, absolutely murdered the fuck up. So, uh, did you guys have a favorite kill or a favorite death in this movie?
2: Hmm. I was the girl that got hit by the car. Yeah, that's the obvious. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> um, other than that, I mean, the uh, Jake, the guy from the
0: first, yeah. This, I, this Jack. is the one I had down, too. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. When the the yeah. guy, I think, just <laughs> like right just, through his head. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Rips yeah. his face yeah. and his throat open. Just pretty shows, good effects, yeah. There. That was cool. And they show
2: it, yeah. Yeah,
0: that was cool. That was definitely cool. That's what I had down, too. Yeah. Yeah, there were a lot of good ones, though. I mean, I feel like the home invasion ones, they're just... Uh, actually, the rag down the throat and suffocation, no even is pretty... Uh, yeah. That one's pretty pretty gruesome, too. But at the end, of the dad just gets stabbed, so does the daughter. Um, yeah, I think those were... But there were, some, there were some good
2: ones. What do you think... Sorry, random thought. What do you think happens to the girls that stayed in the culty thing? They're
0: just a part of the cult now. Uh, yeah, I'd say that. that's probably pretty accurate. Um, <laughs> they're just
1: building their cult. That's their yeah. family now, because... Who's to say that those two were actually adopted? They probably did the same thing that they did to the other people, and right. now they like, and then they brainwash oh, them. They're not so their weird. children.
2: Yeah,
0: they don't even look like them. They
2: don't, and they're weird. Tw- yeah.
0: Yeah, so okay. they're definitely they're definitely becoming part of that cult. I think for sure. Okay. Um, would you guys walk through this as a haunted house? Be tough I, well, to do. I, I, I was yeah, just yeah gonna if you could, say. It, like, just yeah, if you
1: could figure out a way to do it where it was. Mm. I mean you could you you have like the, the mask the
0: mask guys you could do like you know the uh the puppets of uh, the uh, the angel of death the, things would be the, tough to
1: do you have do, a creepy but, um uh hospital Yep. Hospital. oh see, see I actually thought that was the one bar. of the creepiest sections yeah. of like, the movie bar
0: bar would be a good set to walk through but th- like some for some reason like abandoned hospitals freak me the fuck oh, out yeah. which is why I feel like um the void Oh, I love yeah. that movie so much cuz the whole thing takes place in an abandoned that, hospital that, that movie rocks yeah. I think so that always good.
2: abandoned hospitals remind me of Walking Dead. That too, like actually. I forgot. So like, much the, like, first, like the, Dead. Yeah, the
0: pilot, the pilot well, of Walking more. Dead. Well, I mean, there's so many more pilot. Other pilot hospital I did, I did, I did. kind of. Yeah.
2: Scenes.
0: For sure. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we, I know we already talked about whether or not we'd like to see a sequel. I mean, anything else there that we uh, haven't already touched on? Sequel-ish stuff. Mm. I think we kind of covered it. No, I think I said, I'd, I'd see a um, sequel. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah me no, too. Why not? All three of us say yes. Alright guys, I, I think that's kind of all I got unless you guys have anything else on uh, on Southbound.
1: I don't have anything else on Southbound, but I did forget one movie I watched recently. I don't know how I forgot it. It okay. was called Llamageddon. <laughs> oh <my God>. uh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's on Amazon right now. Sounds
2: better than the dictionary. It, you
1: know, the dictionary movie was way better. <laughs> would, it, would it make a good double feature with the professor and the madman? <laughs> yeah. yeah, It's just a weird either, it's like a possessed llama or a llama from outer space that's just killing people at parties and it's so cheesy and bad <laughs> like but it's so good at the same time okay it's awful
0: Lamageddon. llamageddon, llamageddon. <laughs> oh just watch the trailer for it it's uh it's awful. cool cool all right anything else no i think no I'm, that's it think, that is
2: yeah it. i'd say give it a watch yeah definitely definitely watch and it's it's
0: streaming on hulu right now so yeah. if you have hulu check it out if yeah for some reason you haven't seen this movie it's also yet. on shutter yeah it is on shutter oh. too yeah it is Cool, so multiple ways to watch Southbound. So why aren't you watching it? Go watch Southbound. And I'll tell you what, if you're interested in more about what we have to say, here's where you can find us online. First and foremost, on our website, which is That's ahpod.com. That's a h h p o d.com. You can also find us on YouTube and Facebook. Just search for America's Hometown Horror and you will find us. You can also tweet at us at Hometown Horror. And you can find us on Instagram, which is where we're the most active by far at hometown horror pod and we have an email address which is hometown horror podcast at gmail.com if you're listening to this show right now guess what you can find the next episodes of our show right where you are we're everywhere apple spotify google spotify already said that amazon iheart stitcher spreaker and wherever else you may get your podcasts spreaker. Whew. Hey, alright. It's been the uh, first episode of JanThology Month, guys. Thanks for tuning in. My name is Mike. I have been your host. And as always, I have been joined by my esteemed co hosts, Catherine and Andrew. Guys. Happy New Year, and say goodbye
2: Happy new to year. your
0: audience.
1: Happy New
0: Year to you. <laughs> <laughs> it's the new year. This is what the new year sounds like in the future. Yeah, you, didn't, you
2: didn't mention that, that reference that we saw No, we did. Earlier, we, we did. We did. We? We did, we did. This, this a couple COVID's times. Yeah. Anyway, peace. Yep. Later. Adios, muchacho.
0: Hey, everyone. It's Mike from America's Hometown Horror, and just wanted to say thank you again for listening to another episode of our show, because, of course... We would be nothing without you listeners. If you are interested in more local Plymouth podcasts, I would highly recommend you check out uh, some shows by our cohorts on the Inebriart Podcast Network. That's right, the Inebriart Podcast Network, folks. In addition to America's Hometown Horror, you can find the Inebriart Podcast, Bar Talk, Theme Park Legends, Retro Redoctopus, and Old Colony Cast. Head on over and give them a listen.